Hey everybody, Aaron Dillon here, Managing Director of AG Dillon & Co. I got a pre-IPO company update for the week ending September 22, 2023. Let's get into it. After a 21-month lull, the tech IPO market is showing signs of revival with Arm, Instacart, and Clavio making their debuts. All three companies have maintained their IPO valuations in the public markets over the last several trading sessions, and it appears to be settling in after a lot of volume traded in the in those first few sessions, those valuations are settling in. Uh, I view these IPOs locking in at the IPO valuations as a good sign for late-stage venture-backed companies. A couple of reasons. Number one, CEOs of pre-IPO stocks now know that the market is ready for IPOs. While the IPOs did not rip higher, they also did not fall off a cliff. An orderly IPO, which I... Um, which is what I, I suggest we saw here with these three companies is exactly what uh, current institutional shareholders of these pre-IPO companies would like to have. The IPO value, number two, the IPO valuations bring transparency to where the private, primary, and secondary markets should be trading. That's not only just for the late stage, but also A, A B, C, et cetera, rounds that are coming through the pipe. It kind of, re, I think it resets everything just a bit. Uh, venture capital funds, crossover hedge funds, and mutual funds will now be comfortable transacting in the private markets, knowing where the public market multiples stand. And number three, pre-IPO CEOs can now have a proper future capital plan and projected valuation path for their businesses as kind of the wishful thinking that valuations might come back to the, from the 2020 and 20, uh, 2021 uh, uh, years. Well, kind of returns are going to gone now gone forever. So now that you know kind of where things are at, you can plan accordingly, kind of revalue your business, go out and get that capital that you need and plan for, for the growth that you want. So Instacart, I think, is going to uh, will be the IPO that VCs and investment bankers uh, point to from here. Uh, there are a lot of companies that have raised in 2021 at very high valuations, but have not raised since. Uh, so Instacart IPOing at a valuation that was nearly down 75% of their last primary round and locking in that that valuation is a telling sign, in my opinion, and I believe that will be a catalyst for other pre-IPO company CEOs to bite the bullet and do the same. Uh, that said, I see tech uh, companies lining up to IPO, or these are the tech companies I see lining up to IPO. Stripe, these guys did a massive down round and a $50 billion valuation in the private secondary market has locked in at that number. I can see them IPOing at $50 billion or maybe just north of that providing liquidity to their current investors. Klarna, the same thing happened for Klarna. They did a massive down round at $6.7 billion in 2022, and they're floating around $5.9 billion in the private and secondary market. So that's kind of locking in more or less. eToro did around a $3.5 billion down round in March of this year. So that's very recent. Uh, they're up 21.3% since then. So that might be a little bit more, a little bit more challenging for the bankers because maybe there's some room on the upside there. But I'm sure you get out and kick the tires and you'll be able to uh, identify that. Databricks is a monster, right? These guys are on fire right now. AI is hot and they're playing in that space. Uh, they just did around this last week at $43 billion and they raised $500 million. So maybe an IPO not too soon, but I could see something perhaps in late 2024, maybe even summer of 2024. And then lastly, Starlink. So that's going to get spun out of SpaceX. That's the buzz. Um, and I can see that happening perhaps in late 2024, maybe early 2025. So I still think we got a bit of time for Starlink to come out, but that's going to be a big one. That could be the biggest IPO we see in a long time. Uh, so net-net, the last two weeks, I think have been very good for pre-IPO stocks. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see what results, uh, impacts uh, the results in both of the, pri in, in the private and public markets have in the coming months. I'm like cautiously optimistic.
Elon Musk's neurotech startup Neuralink has begun recruiting patients for its inaugural in-human clinical trial called the Prime Study, following approvals from an independent institutional review board, a hospital site, and the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. The study represents a significant advancement in Neuralink's journey to develop a brain-computer interface. Yes, you heard that right, brain-computer interface, or BCI, that uh, enables individuals with severe paralysis to control external technologies using neural signals, potentially allowing those with degenerative diseases like ALS to communicate. The trial involves invasive brain surgery, and the initial goal is to allow people to control computer cursor or a keyboard with their thoughts alone. Very cool. So other applications of BCI is literally computer chip. You can see augmented reality. You can think and ask a Google search or an AI search, right? Like an open AI search or a Google Bard search. Response will come right back into your brain. Some really interesting applications for knowledge, much less what Neuralink's trying to do here, uh, helping these folks uh, be able to communicate. So mark my words, I think everyone will have a computer chip in their brain in 30 years' time, maybe 40 years' time. Uh, and it's going to be the same as everyone having a smartphone in their uh, phone in their pocket right now. It's like truly incredible times that we're living in. In a bid to bolster its e-commerce business, TikTok Shop is undergoing a significant expansion in Seattle, necessitating U.S. e-commerce employees to be uh, stationed there and prompting a search uh, for new office locales in the region. The expansion aligns with a broader return to office initiative and with the majority of TikTok shops workforce mandated to operate from the office full time. The company has witnessed a surge in daily customer orders in the U.S. escalating from three to four million in August to five to six million with TikTok remaining, uh, retaining a minor percentage of the sales as revenue. Uh, despite uh, offering merchant discounts, TikTok Shop's financial traje uh, trajectory excuse me, indicates a potential loss exceeding $500 million in the U.S. as of August. Uh, TikTok is ByteDance Company. It's currently the largest pre-IPO stock globally at $210 billion valuation. Ryan Peterson, founder of logistic company Flexport, returned as CEO after stepping down and hanging, uh, handing over the role to Dave Clark, a former Amazon executive. Peterson, who had joined venture capital firm Founders Fund as a partner, re-engaged with Flexport due to concerns and eventually ousting, uh, eventually ousted Clark and several other executives. Flexport is facing an industry-wide collapse in freight volumes and a sharp drop in prices. It saw its revenue drop nearly 70% to around 500, 700 million, excuse me, in the first half of this year. Peterson aims to revitalize the company by cutting waste and solving customer quality issues. Despite facing challenges, Peterson's hands on approach and vision are considerable pivotal, considered pivotal for the uh, navigating Flexport through the industry's complexity and evolving market conditions. I've heard this guy talk about shipping. He knows everything. It's nuts. He's super dialed in, and uh, and and I think he's running a great company there. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I got Flexport down 62% from its last primary round. It's currently at a $3.1 billion valuation. Okay, big capital raises for the week ending September 15, 2023. All right, so Databricks raised this past week $500 million raise at a $43.5 billion post-money valuation. We got into it uh, last week uh, on the webinar, but uh, wanted to highlight a few additional points here. Uh, that round that they just did is 14% above its last round in August of 2021. Here are some additional stats that the company announced uh, that I did not cover last week. It crossed $1.5 billion uh, revenue run rate, a 50% plus 
year-over-year growth, uh, 2023 to 2022. Uh, Q2 2023 represents the strongest quarterly incremental revenue growth that the company had in history. This is all driven by AI and kind of uh, businesses working with them for AI. They got 10,000 plus global customers. Over 300 of those customers are consuming at a million dollar plus annual revenue run rate and uh, record non-GAAP subscription gross margins of 85%. I gotta be honest, I have no idea what that means, uh, but I'm sure it's uh, it's an internal number that they look at and publish all the time. But nevertheless, 85% is really interesting. I kind of wonder what the gap, the gap profit margin is though, right? Okay, two other highlights for the week. Uh, equipment Share, a tech equipment company for the construction industry, raised a $440 million Series E at a $3.6 billion valuation. That's 42% increase from its $2.5 billion valuation Series D in April of 2021, 30 months ago. BDT and Company, it's a private equity firm, led. Uh, Generate Biomedicines, an AI-driven biotech company, raised $273 million Series C at a $2 billion valuation, a 38% increase from its $1.5 billion valuation Series B in November of 2021. 23 months ago, Amgen, InVentures, and Maps Capital led. And last up, we got pre-IPO stock performance as of September 18, 2023. Uh, First, we got an IPO watch. These numbers are as close of September 22, 2020. That's Friday. I'm recording this on Friday, so it's as close on Friday. So ARM has a uh, $52.7 billion market cap. This is not like a lot of the numbers that were getting published out there were like fully diluted numbers. That's not this. This is, uh, I'm just looking at straight market cap. Like if you looked this up on Morningstar, Bloomberg, Yahoo Finance, this is the market cap number you'd see. So $52.7 billion market cap for ARM as of close on Friday. That's up uh, 60 basis points from its uh, $51 share price IPO. Uh, Instacart is $8.3 billion market cap as of close on Friday. That's flat. So literally flat. So $30 share price IPO and it's basically at $30 as of close on Friday. And Clavio is at $8.4 billion market cap. That's up 11.3% from its $30 share price IPO uh, earlier this week. Okay, the big winners, uh, Databricks was up 4.72% this week. Uh, Brex was up 3.8%. Deal was up 3.06%. Stripe's up 2.1%. And SpaceX was up 1.7%. Big losers for the week. Flexport was down 10.5%. Chime was down 8.4%. Neuralink's down 7.2%. Consensus was down 7%. And Reddit was down 5%. For big valuations, as I mentioned, uh, ByteDance number one, $210 billion. Uh, SpaceX is at $156 billion. Stripe's at $52. Databricks at, uh, well, Databricks is up higher now at that new valuation at $43. And OpenAI is at $32 billion uh, in its current valuation. Okay, you can see more current valuation and performance data at agdillon.com. It's right there at the tab at the top. You can't miss it. Okay, that's it for me this week. If you have any pre-IPO stock questions, please reach out and uh, give me a call. Love to help you. And thanks. See you guys next week.